podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It feels like we have been away for ages, but literally we just took Saturday and Sunday off and then we done a club podcast last night, which I hope you go back and listen to because it was really, really good. I got to host it um, for the first time and I don't know how long and the lads were absolutely brilliant on, on all sorts of topics. Tonight, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power, a bookies, a website and an app. And look, if you if you gamble, absolutely gamble responsibly. If you don't, that's absolutely fine. But if you do, odds on Liverpool, specials on Liverpool, odds on all other sports. You know how it works by now. Tonight, my guest is Chris Brack, a regular on this show now at this stage. Um, he's not really a guest. He's just more part of the furniture now. He's just about over the gang flu, which is um, which is good. And Because um, last week, people were really, really concerned that he may need probably a half litre of Vicks um, just to get through the show. But he, he's okay tonight. Uh, Chris, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm a lot healthier than I was last, the last time we spoke. Yeah, you were, yeah, yeah. I think you're just down to a, a, an annoying little cough now at this stage. I am, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got I call it the Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, it's a, uh, it's, 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 it's a strange night. I'm, I'm, I think that's the best way to put it. Um, nothing's happened. Nothing's happened, has it? No. Well, uh, <laughs> you know. I wanted to come on here and I wanted to start a build up around spores, not spores, uh, Crystal Palace. I am going to talk about spores, but Crystal Palace. I wanted to go on and talk about that. Start the build up. You know, it's Tuesday night now. We have a couple of shows, three, four shows probably before we get to the game on Saturday at 3 p.m. kickoff. And I did. I want, I wanted to go and talk about that. And, but obviously the big news that came out tonight, and I know it's, it's not Liverpool related, but it's a big, it's a big story in football. And that is that, um, Mauricio Pochettino has left spores and the words being used are relieved of his duties. Um, are you, are, you, are you shocked by this? Um, not, I'm not shocked he's gone. Cause it felt, it's felt like since the Champions League final, he's on a bit of, he's been on borrowed time. The whole, if I win the Champions League with Spurs, I may as well leave because I can't take him any further, doesn't instill a lot of confidence in what he's going to do this year. And the form wasn't great. But <clears throat> I'm just surprised they left it so long. Or why did they decide to, to sack him or relieve him his duty, whatever line you want to use, four days before the Premier League starts? Why, you know, they've had like two weeks. Why didn't they sack him at the beginning? A bit like we did with Rodgers. Sack him at the beginning, 
get the new guy in, give him time to work with a few players. Was now doing that caretaker role again. That's the thing. The timing seems a bit weird. It does seem a bit weird, but like I said this, and, and I'm not, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but I've said this since the transfer window, the day the transfer window closed. I felt there was something wrong. Um, I felt there was something wrong at Spurs. I felt the relationship between Pochettino and Levy wasn't right. I also felt, uh, my opinion was that they were signing players without his, without his, you know, not a say so, but basically saying to him, this is what you have, this is what we're getting. And I'm, I'm not too sure he was too happy about that. But I know where you're coming from. Like, you know, like literally four days before they have a game, it might be five days, they may play on Sunday, I'm not too sure. But They've got West, early kicks like <coughs> West Ham's just checked on Saturday. Saturday morning. Oh, West Ham Sat- uh, uh, away? Away, yeah. So West Ham away, half 12 kickoff, and then, and the temporary manager in charge. <sighs> yeah. At, the, uh, has, has a temporary manager been announced? Not, not yet, not I've seen. So I, I mean, half his backroom staff's gone as well. So yeah, no well, they did, they did remove three of his backroom staff, and they did say an update on the coaching staff will will, will be basically told in due time. So obviously something Probably. was there. You know, Kevin Sullivan says the timing is pretty shocking. Uh, the Probably day <laughs> the day before the players report back, I did see Tim Sherwood's name mentioned and I thought that would be absolutely uh, epic. Uh, yeah. Mr. Bolognese says, I think they should get Nagelsmann, uh, though I doubt he will leave Leipzig. They had uh, Chris Williams on Twitter before, he's, the, he's a Liverpool fan, but he, he does German reporting mm. and he said there's no chance in hell they'll get Nagelsmann. I, uh, I think he's already, pr- he's, he's only just gone to Leipzig, but I think he's being touted as a future Bayern manager in a few years' time. Okay. You mentioned like you mentioned Bayern there. Like Pochettino leaves there, it looks like to me the way it's worded, he's relieved of his duties, and it was a difficult decision and stuff like that. But was is it a bit? For me, it's a bit. Um, the convenience, isn't it? A bit trigger happy. You know, I know, I know they've had a, a very difficult start of the season. It hasn't been good. I think they've three wins in the Premier League in twelve games. It has been difficult, but this is a guy that's kept him in the top four constantly. Got him to a European Cup final. Yeah. It, it's probably the best Spurs side. I am thirty six now, so probably in my lifetime of the Premier League. So the last twenty years, I don't know of a better Spurs side. Even the, before that, they're probably closer to the Redknapp side, but that, even that was not a, not a patch on this. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just a really strange one for me. For Pochettino himself, um, what do you think? Because I, I just thought Bayern Munich straight away. You do, yeah, I mean, that, that seems to be the most obvious link. Unless he wants to do a bit of a clop at a, at a pep and he just wants, he, he wants six months off. Because I don't know whether he's a bit burnt out after Spurs. And maybe he thinks if he wants to go to another big job, say if he wants to go to a Bayern or a Juventus or a, you know, come back to England. If he goes, that's what level club. It's, it's again a lot of effort. You see, you know, even Klopp admits, you know, look after Liverpool takes a lot out of you. And I just don't know whether Spurs he needs a, a break. I mean, go back to what you said about the summer. When you look back now, there's, there's probably a couple of trigger points where you think something's not quite right. There was the Danny Trippier. Yeah, like Kevin Trippier. Kevin Sullivan says there, Levy, Levy is the problem. Allowing too many players to run down their contracts it sells Trippier with no replacement. Well, the thing with Trippier was he got interviewed and he said like, "Oh, are you sad to leave Spurs?" And he go, he, and he said, "Oh, it's the right time to go." He said, "There's things going on there, said, but I can't talk about them right now." Yeah, I thought sure it was just a bit of bitterness that he left, but there's clearly something gone on that he doesn't like. But um, I can't take credit for this. It was a point I think Neil Atkinson made in the Anfield rap. And when you think about it in hindsight now, it's probably right. Which was starting Harry Kane in the final. Yes, he's he is their their talisman, mm. but that was planning for I need to win this now. Yeah. I'm not thinking about the future. 
And you don't know whether there's quite a few players whose noses will put out of joints. You know, Lucas Moura, I scored a hat-trick to get you to the Champions League final. Mm. One we've never been in. I'm arguably one of your better players. And I sit on the bench for Harry Kane, who's barely moved for three months because he's got no ankle. Yeah. Um, Kevin Sullivan said he'd nearly plumped for Ancelotti. Probably not a bad show, considering Napoli are just trying to destroy themselves internally. I think it's... um, uh, it's Mourinho for me. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get pelters for this, but I think actually I was a bit of a yesterday's man now. I don't think he's, I think he's, a bit like Rafa, I think he's gone beyond the elite clubs now. Okay. Or going for a big club, I'm not saying so but a big club. Mourinho, I just can't see it working. I don't know what way that goes, cause like, Parago Callahan says Mourinho and Levy won't go well together. You know, um Kevin Sullivan says Boring should be on a plane to London tonight, but maybe the beating, they handed spores dampened his star. That's not a bad point either. Force Music says, uh, evening all, good evening, my man. Um, let me see. That's a, that's a very, really hard name to read. Let me have a go. Wahil Maharouf. Um, that's my best attempt at it. He says Mourinho to spores. I think that's the name going around at the moment. That, that's, that seems to be the favourite, but, um, favourites don't always come in. We, I mean, I think for us, for our favourite was Ancelotti. The thing I don't get with Mourinho is, was Porto the last club he was at where he didn't have like, Mega, mega money. And in fact, Porto were the richest side probably in Portugal. Mm. Uh, when was the last time he went to a club that had no money? Yeah, and you see, it's it's very, it's very strange. Like, I, I genuinely think if Mourinho went in there, he'd sell Harry Kane. And he'd just go, there's the biggest, you know, ego in the dressing room, you know, going back to that point you made about the, the final and, and playing Harry Kane over Lucas Moura. He'd probably go in and go, I've no money. I'll sell him 200 million, give us it in. I'll pick up four players to add to this squad here and I can feel I can go and get us top four, which is not actually too unrealistic when you look through no. the squad. The problem you do have though is the likes of Vertonghen, um, Aldevoreld, you know, Danny Rose must be close to his contract running down, you know, if but you maybe, look, but, but you maybe know. that, maybe, maybe Mourinho might make him think, well, if I am, actually I might stay. Yeah, you never you know. know. that could, uh, I mean, from a selfish Liverpool point of view, um, I don't think it'll happen, but I'd quite like Liverpool now to take advantage of the situation. Have a quiet word in Sonzo. Yeah, well, you we know. did see we it's, did see tweets just, today of videos of um, Bobby South Korea playing Brazil and Bobby and Fabinho having little words there with him. Uh, I wouldn't read too much into it, but people like it. No, people like. Oh, no, you wouldn't read it, but if, if Liverpool were smart and they're saying and they and they want to, do they want to push this league title? You know, having one more belter on the side is not a bad thing. And Son is, he knows, he knows the, the league. He's an absolute workhorse. Could play wide left, could play wide right, could play through the middle. You know, it's, it's, it feels like a no, a bit of a no-brainer if you can get him. Obviously, the, the fee would be the problem. And dealing with Levy is also the problem. You know, quite, a, I know a lot of clubs don't like to deal with him. Yeah, look, does, 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 uh, Maverick says Son 2020, um, I'd be all over Son. And, you know, I've seen loads of stuff today about Jaden Sancho when he wants Liverpool and stuff. If it was a choice right now, I'd take Son over Jaden Sancho all day long. And I don't care about ages and I don't care about, you know, um, years in the future, stuff like that. For me, um, Son is the answer. Um, if you want to come up with a player attacking for Liverpool. Honest, I've not seen enough of Jaden Sancho to know how good he is or what his potential is. A lot of people tell me he's very, very good. Cool. But I haven't seen enough of him to know is he what what what's his trick, what's his style of play, what how, where would he play for us, how's how's he fit in? I mean look, I don't have to worry about that, you know, it's a that's a that's a year of clock decision. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, Maverick says, Jose is not the answer. I'll be like a slow motion car crash. Um, Force says, I don't see Mourinho to Spurs. I really don't. The way Spurs operate does it really suit Mourinho's MO. Probably not. PW said, we should take Son to Blackpool. Yeah, we know what happens when, it, when Liverpool bring players to Blackpool. We usually get caught, to be honest with you. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently Gerard's 14 to 1. Gerard? Yeah, I don't see it. It's a cheap link, like, but it's a. Uh, it's good. Do you know who I'd love to see? Because it, it'd be even funnier than uh, Mourinho Levy would be Rafa. Can you imagine Rafa versus Levy? In the yeah, press? it would be literally. But, but the only thing is, I, I I'd back Rafa to take Levy down, seeing as that he's dealt with Mike Ashley for three to four years. Um, Kevo Sullivan says, "Sorry, but I go out and break the bank for Gnabrio for Nabri over anyone." Uh, yeah, he's in some mm. form. He's in some form of Bayern. But look, I'm not going into all different players that we should sign. It's just you know people are people are going to go on about Son because what's going on with Spurs and stuff like that. Uh, Maverick says he just doesn't see how Jose fits into Spurs. Son would sue us all day long, says uh, Tony Tucker. Uh, Force says Kovac is like Poch. He can build a team without spending huge amounts. That's the way Spurs work. It is going to be a different one for Spurs unless they have said, look, we do have money there. You know, we approached the summer wrong and we and we spent wrong, but there is money there. But let's be honest about it. They 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 the, the amount that stadium cost them doubled in price from what it was originally going to be. And I know it's a fantastic arena and stuff like that, and they're throwing NFL on it. But you can throw as many events as you want. It just doesn't make up for the amount of money you've spent. Not for a long, long time. Uh, Maverick says, "Heck, Gav, I take Son and Sancho, sell Alana, Shakiri, and Wilson." <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but do you know what, Chris? Well, I want, if, if we're on. doing if we're doing that, I'll take Mbappe. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the thing, and I'll take Messi on loan if we can get yeah, yeah. If we can get a deal it'd done. Be a good, it'd be a good squad player for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can he play left back? Because I know Robbo's there for the weekend. But the the big thing to come, for me to come out with, and I was sitting here thinking about it for the last hour or so, and I thought watching this all unfold, you know, like Poch could he go to Bayern? Mourinho could he go to Spurs? Could you know what the United fans do after backing Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and blaming everybody else but him on their form? What do they do if if, if they United decide to bite the bullet and sack him and um, and bring in Pochettino? And I actually believe that there's something in Solskjaer's contract that says if A, B, or C become available, we're allowed to do that. But sitting here, I thought, what a great spot for Liverpool to be in. You know, this was us going back. You know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen years, wherever you wanted to be. When you look at certain managers being brought in and stuff like that, like the whole debacle around Julia, for argument's sake, sharing the job with Evans, Hodgson was an absolute disaster. Rogers ended very badly, you know. And Rogers is quite similar when you look at Liverpool going so close to the title and falling apart the following season. And there was an awful lot about who was signing who, and and that's quite similar to Spurs. But it's mm-hmm. isn't it great to be a Liverpool fan and look at this and go, that's miles away from us. It's it's galaxies away from where we are at the minute. Well, it is. I mean, you know, there is a sliding doors moment where after the Kiev situation, we go to pot, get the transfers wrong, mm. Klopp has enough, we have enough of Klopp and we all go. Yeah. You know. The, head, the know, heads go and, and the heads falls go, apart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, there's, enough, there's enough evidence in the past that Liverpool have <coughs> done that, gone close and then fell apart. So, you know, <coughs> this is probably the first time in a, in a sustained period where <laughs> even when we've had a knock, we've reacted in, in the right way yeah no so, absolutely like, we just it just seemed like and you, you hear this said all the time we're a club that from top to bottom are pulling in the one direction for me spores don't feel like that I think there's there's an element of 
the money men are saying, hold on, we've spent an awful lot here, we can't do this. I have a, I just always got a feeling after that transfer window, especially with the signing of Le Celso and, and Sessignon late on and, you know, it, just, like it just felt a bit, a bit, token. we're doing a bit of jiggery pokery here to try, to try dress something up. Like, like they, they openly, they, they more or less openly said Danny Rose could go if they got a, the right offer. Serge Aurier was unwanted, and then they sold Trippier. You know, and Serge Aurier is playing a lot of games for Spurs now, even though he was unwanted. It just it just felt like a complete mis- miscommunication, or somebody pulled the plug halfway through a plan and went, "Oh, hold on, this is a complete reshuffle." And the likes of Trippier, luckily enough, went, "I'm out of here." You know, what feel, I mean? it, it feels a bit like Rogers last summer, where it was very scattergun, which is and those. Lots of talk with Rodgers was um, okay. I'll let you sign Firmino if I can have my if I can have Benteke. Yeah, yeah. So they're buying Benteke, but then he sells all his wingers. So you're going, that's not going to work, is it? No. You know, Benteke only works with wingers. You know that sort of stuff. I'm just having a look at see if there's any interesting odds. Do you know who might be the, the most interesting one I've seen so far mentioned is the is the uh, the Wolves boss. Oh yes, um, Espirito <laughs> Santo. Yeah, he he feels like he could be a, like a. Like a bit like what Pochettino did at Southampton. Yeah, I you know, did a really good job, and was probably ready for the next. Day. No, it's whether he'd leave Wolves. He, he's finally got Wolves back into Europe for the first time. I don't know when, when they last played in Europe. So, but he feels like you know that could be the type of manager actually who, you know, maybe is what Spurs would want. Yeah, somebody yeah. there mentioned Brendan Rodgers. I'd say Spurs are looking at that and saying to themselves, if we 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 could have pulled the plug in the summer and got Brendan Rodgers, even though he'd only been a Leicester a couple of months. But Rodgers might be Rodgers might be. You know, people make out that oh no, Rodgers at Leicester, he has a he has a plan and stuff like that. Listen, Rodgers was at Celtic and he was on the course for a treble, treble or whatever it was. He had. He, he had the freedom of, uh, of the, well, the green half of Glasgow anyway, and he was the Messiah, you know, and he could have stayed there and went and they're, they're going for nine titles in a row now. I think 10 is the, is the record. And he could have stayed there and done that, but he, he, he went and he went to Leicester. Obviously, it's a more, it's, it's, it is a bigger profile because of the league they're in and stuff, but they're not a bigger club than Celtic. I also think, but I think, I think for, the Spurs one, the Spurs one suits, I think Brendan Rodgers fits Spurs really, really well. Ah, see, I, I don't. I think Leicester is perfect for Rodgers. For two re- the re- the only two reasons I think it is. One is they've got a goal scorer, which we had Luis Suarez, they've got Jamie Vardy, and he builds his team around it. Mm. But that yet Leicester's side is very young, mm. and it's developing youth pl- young players, which, to be honest, is, that is what Rodgers is. Like him all, all over, some people love him, I don't get it, but some, you know, but the one thing that the guy is really good at is he's really good at developing young players and getting them to, to jump to two or three levels. You saw he, how he, that Sterling even Ibe to a point, you know, he got tunes out of Flanagan that he's, that no one's ever got out of him since. Mm, yeah, you know, and I just think, you know, when you look at the likes of Madison, Damari Gray, those sort of players, um, Pereira is not as young, but you know, uh, Chilwell, he's getting into a level that the two previous managers could not get them to. And I look at the Spurs side and thinking, that is, you know, who 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 are the young players he's really going to get a tune out of? You know, they've got lots of. Well, I would call like neat and tidy players. You know, Winks is a good player. Yeah, but you're not going to build your. You know, I could be pretty wrong, but you're not going to build your side around Harry Winks. You know, Eriksson, very talented player, clearly doesn't want to be there. Ali has dropped off a cliff for the last two years. I, I'm not quite sure. It, it it just feels that squad's come to end of its life cycle and needs yeah, a, a complete it, overhaul. And I don't think that's Roger's strength. It, it does feel like that, and, and 
it, it felt like that after the Champions League final. Like that's that's the match you're going to get out of these. You need to freshen it up. And when they went to freshen it, it went completely and utterly wrong. You know, like signing a lad off Leeds that they sent back on loan. Lacelso, I don't know what about fucking Lacelso. You know, Sessegnon, okay in the in the Premier League, doesn't really know what position he wants to play. If you're being honest, he's in there. Who else did he sign? Uh, Endon Belly, Endon Belly looks a good player. Me, look, he yeah, he does look a good player. But again. It, they're looking can't at their, their, yeah, they can't stay fit, and they're looking at centre halves where they, they one wants out, one has a release clause, and one wants out. You know, they've right backs there that, that don't want to be there, and they've a left back that just doesn't really like football. And Danny Rose, you know, so it it seemed that they needed to freshen it, and they were probably restricted because of the stadium stuff. So that made it difficult. Chilk says, um, Eddie Howe? Question mark. Um, Oh, he's second favorite. He's, I think he's third favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll always get a mention when it comes to when it comes to the likes of sports. Is Eddie, is Eddie Howe you? Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Alan Kerbishley. I don't know. I don't know, but as in, he seems to get mentioned with every job going, but never seems to get close. Get close to it, ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's a, it's a media thing where they'd love like um, an, an, English Eng, an English manager to get a big, big job like that, and that's just, you know, and that's just the way it goes. But Traz all um, says Roger, Roger's egos must be drooling over the thoughts of the Spurs job. You see, that's where I'm thinking. That's the line I'm going with. And also, Traz asks, can Spurs afford not to make the Champions League? That's a very good question as well. That's where I think it comes back to Mourinho because Mourinho would walk in there and go, I'll drag you to the top four. You know, and he would walk in there and, and listen, even if he doesn't believe it, he'd make them believe it hundred percent. Um Force says sports to get Tim Sherwood back, that's my dream. Absolute dream. Um, oh the the Gile King. Yeah, the Gile King. You know, um Did you Ma- did Ma- you see did, did you see him getting shown up on um over the weekend over the over the um City game? He did his prediction about uh, City Liverpool. Oh it's seen it. He said, uh, the way Liverpool are playing, the way City play, City will put, what was it, will put manners on Liverpool. Yeah. And show that, and he, and he, he could just see when they brought it, you know, you could watch someone squirming in the seat. Yeah. It was quite funny. Yeah. It was quite funny. Uh, Maverick says, end on Belly, Son, Kane, a young Sessignon, that's all sports have. It's just, it just feels like they've, they've gone from car crash to car crash here over a short period of time and it, it's coming to fruition now with, 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 with Pochettino going. I still think it's quite. The, it's the wrong decision. I think you put it, the, the position they're in now. You can say, okay, look, we're gonna have, like the way off Champions League spots. Way off. It would take a miracle for them to get in there now. You know, um, it's 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 just one of those. But look, we 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 leave the sports thing alone. I'm sure I think that'll develop over the next couple of days. Um, just back to Liverpool, and I want to have a little chat about the Liverpool ladies because I know you go to the games. I know you bring your daughter. I know Anfield on Sunday was a big thing for you 23 and a half thousand people there and Liverpool done everything they could but win the game uh, and the keeper makes a howler and you know just one of those but apart from the result overall brilliant to see such a crowd at a women's game wasn't it oh yeah I mean people laugh at this but it, it was it was quite emotional you know seeing that many people there to go and watch this side who you know they deserve bigger crowds what they get you know they it's, I know they lost. It's the best they've played all season. They absolutely did everything but hit book score. And unfortunately, that's been the problem all season. We just, it's a young side and they're just not getting, sometimes not getting the breaks, not getting the luck. You know, it, it's an absolute howler by the keeper. And I felt for her because 
she's been arguably our best player this year. She, you know, she's kept us in a lot of games mm. and you know kept scores down. And it was just, it was just such a cruel thing. But deserved it. You know, if they got a draw, it'd have been awful. You know, you'd have, you'd have been really good. So I, I was really down about it. Uh, obviously, quite grumpy. Obviously, I'm sure you saw my Twitter fallout <laughs> with a few, with a few um, supposed what I call the World Cup fans. Yeah. As in people who haven't probably followed <laughs> the women's game or the women's teams for long. Yeah. Uh, because the World Cup did so well. Great. Got more eyes than the women's team. So you get people, oh, we haven't won in six. The manager's crap. Get rid of her. And you just think to people like, you know, you know, we had a side that finished like fifth, underperformed, but finished fifth. Yeah. And all four, and 14 of them walked out the club. Yeah. Partly because of the manager and the behind the scenes nonsense with the club. Yeah. And they all now play for Man City, Arsenal and Chelsea. Yeah. And we had to rebuild a brand new squad from scratch. Yeah. Got players from a lower division, give, give players a chance. And then the new manager we had left after one game because of, depending who you listen to, politics behind the club. So then we had one of the brightest up and coming coaches who's been at Liverpool for 15 years, something like that, thrown in and gone, right, keep us up. Brand new general manager, right, keep us up. And again this year, there isn't masses of investment. And then everyone goes, well, she should be, we should be getting to six. And if this was the main game, she'd get sacked. I was thinking, if you said to Klopp now, we're going to ship out 14 of your first teamers, replace with players from, you know, teams, teams from, you know, not top four sides. Yeah. And then, and then goes to, but why aren't you in the Champions League? Yeah. You'd all go, well, obviously. And unfortunately, I've, i you know, hence you've seen me, I've, I've come off, Talk to me a little bit because um, I just can't be doing with um, nonsense that I can see on there. Yeah, look, it's it's. Uh, I it's know. I, I know the result was 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 negative, but but to see that for the women's game uh, on Merseyside as a whole, I thought was brilliant. And and hopefully, you know, you see a game of goodness in, in the next Merseyside derby if that can be made possible, and maybe a United at Anfield stuff like that. And you know, I mean, to give Everton credit, you can't knock them defensively. That was. Brilliance! It was bodies on the line. It was throwing themselves at event. You know, they thought you know tooth and nail to stop Liverpool getting anything. Yeah. You know, and look, that's the aim, that's the name of the game. And we kind of knew that would be the problem. Is we it was it was, one, it was definitely one of those first goal games. First goal was so crucial. <laughs> but you know, they've got to kick on. You know, I I, I, I love the manager's reaction post match. She was really bullish. Yeah, as in like, you know, I think she swore a talk sport. I think yeah. she, I think it may have been along the lines of blue shite. I think was the phrase that came out. Yeah, which I, which I'm all for. But it, it was bullish of like a bit Klopp esque, a bit like yes, we got beat, but did you see that performance? Did you see how great these girls are? Yeah, come and see us at Tranmere. We'll keep that level up, and we we will go on, and we aren't giving up. Yeah, and kind of goes, it's a it's a very low base you're starting from. Like when you when you tell tell of all the situation there that's gone on, all the permutations, the people leaving, and and players mm-hmm. and, and backroom staff managers, you know. Uh, it's a, it's a very low base to start from, so you can't. Well, I know it's Liverpool Football Club, and people expect certain <laughs> levels, but you have to be realistic at the same time. Kevin Sullivan says the winner that come on looks a real talent. He's, sorry, you can't remember her name. Um, Rizola uh, Rizola Babajidi. Okay, who is Brilliant a under nineteen international. Um, she's absolutely rapid. Mm. Lovely. Look, I've uh, met her quite a few times. She's really good with Olivia. Uh, just very raw. Yeah. Uh, as is the other young wing we have, uh, Neve Charles. Again, another local scout girl. Mm. Um, has a bit of the Steve McManaman running style about her. Yeah, it's probably the best way to, to to compare it to a men's player is yeah. when McManaman used to get the ball and just glide past players. Yeah, 
She has that about her. What she probably lacks is a bit of composure, but she's 19. Not many 19-year-olds are, you know, are erratic. Yeah. It happens. Well, look, when, you know. when, when, the, when, the big, when, the, when the games keep coming for the women's team, I always check on you every week, and we are women, whenever we have you on, we like to have a little update on it, because at the end of the day, it's, they're still representing Liverpool, you know. Um, so one uh, thing I would say, just because I know it sounds like being a bit down, so I'll, just to balance it out, is they don't play like a team that are bottom of the league. And the ironic thing of this league is, it's a bit like the men, men's division at the moment. The top three are the top three. Mm. But despite Liverpool only having won a draw in six games, yeah. and we're on one point, yeah. uh, to finish second, to finish the, the team two, uh, the team who were third, uh, third bottom, are on two points. Yeah. So you literally, I know it sounds, it sounds cliche, you are literally one result away from jumping three places. Exactly. Exactly. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculously tight. That's why I've not been as downhearted. I was quite downhearted because more because of, at <laughs> the occasion, it would have just been quite nice for that big occasion to get the result they, they deserve from the performance. That's where I was a bit. Yeah, but I, I think they've come out of it with a lot of credit. Anyone I've listened to, any commentator on it, um, seems to have given Liverpool a lot of credit over it. And, and to, to, to be honest, listening to you over the weeks when, when I do ask you about it, on air and off air, you, the impression I get is that it's a team that believe in themselves and will, they, they believe they will get there. Maverick says, Arsenal fan TV are celebrating, apparently. Um, is this because, uh, oh, I don't know what they're celebrating for. Their manager is next. Kerr Cahill says, and I'll do my best to read this, fam, blood, Fam, you get me potch gone in a AFT, AFTV. Uh, yeah, it's one of those. You, you, for, you forgot Behave. <clears throat> oh, behave. Uh, is it, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He always has Behave. Uh, the funniest one I heard, <laughs> it would never happen. But if it, I would, if this happened, I would, honestly, I would subscribe to Arsenal TV for, for forever, mm. which was Venga to Tottenham. Could you, do you know what? Oh, It'd you... just be worth it for that. I was going, you just have Arsenal on TV on loop. Wenger to Tottenham and to turn up with a billion pound from UEFA just to write off the loan against the, the stadium and then it all and then, and, and then wins an, and then wins Tottenham and North London derby oh yeah. could you imagine yeah gets gets Tottenham into the top four and wins an that, FA Cup or something yeah that that would be like Klopp quitting us and rocking up at Everton yeah absolutely that would be okay, you know it's that level of you know despair it would cause uh, Dunno straight in there um, as soon as Emery is mentioned and says good evening yeah listen that, that, that's going to last forever Dunno to be honest with you um, if anyone has any random questions for the last five minutes absolutely throw them in because we love them and they're, they're probably still my favourite thing to do but look uh, Chris just moving on and, and before we get any random questions thrown at us if we do you know we, we, we're looking at Palace now at the weekend and as I always do, regardless of whether you're on a Tuesday night or a Friday night, I'll always look for a lineup and and, and a prediction score prediction. Uh, what way do you see this game going? How are you um, how are you feeling about it? Early days, early days in the week, I suppose. But how are you feeling about it? Dunno's getting a bit aggressive there. I don't know why. I don't know whether he's calling us or whether it's um, somebody else. I'm sorry for saying that word for anybody who doesn't like it. I think, but, um, isn't it? Isn't it, a, isn't it a very famous way that Cockney say it? That's how they refer to it, isn't it? Yeah, if you say it with a K instead of a... Well, a, a he, no, no, he spelled it correctly. I just don't no, know. No, but it's, it's how they pronounce it. It yeah. sounds like you say it with a K. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Uh, well, or, or, or maybe he's talking about me. You know, uh, maybe, he's know talking, me well. maybe he's talking about me too. <laughs> uh, the chances are he is talking about me. But um, <laughs> just how are you feeling about this? You know, like we, we spoke on the club podcast last night that it looks like most of the players, if not all of them, are back, uh, you know, free of injury. You know, a little bit of an issue there with Joe Gomez and what happened, but we're not going to go into that. But how are you feeling approaching this game? Palace lost a form over the last little while. We go away. It's a, it's a nice time for a kickoff for me. 
And I suppose three parts to this. How are you feeling about it? Watch our lineup and watch our prediction. Um, I'm quite relaxed about it, really. Uh, I think it's a game. I know it sounds weird because we've got an eight point gap, but it feels like a must win. Uh, in the sense of they all do, don't they? They all do. But I think I've also, I also, I've always felt the more Liverpool in the past rather than under Klopp. But if you get a massive win, like you beat a City, you beat a, a United, you beat a, title, a rival for where you want to be. If you back that up with a win, I think the City result contextualises as a bigger result. Whereas I think if you drop points after it, although you still have a gap, it, it does feel a bit like it goes back to the feels a bit like an opportunity missed. And with them playing Chelsea at home, and I, I think they'll beat Chelsea at home because I do think Chelsea's one weakness is probably away from home against top six rivals. Mm-hmm. I still think that's an area Chelsea are developing because they're a young squad, and you know, you know, the, the, it depends which one to. I mean, this is still the same Chelsea that got smashed at Man United. <coughs> I know they're a different side, so. I feel, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling like a 2 0 Liverpool win. Um, if the likes of Robertson and Salah are all fit, mm-hmm. I'm very relaxed. I think, I think Liverpool will find a way. If they're not fit and we have to fill in with Milner at right back, probably tweak a formation a little bit to cover for the Salah loss, then I still think we'll win, but it might be, it might feel more like the Villa game where it might be like, um, when we beat them 2 0, um, last year where got an early goal and the second comes, Right at the end, it's a bit nervy. You know, doing those horrible yeah, things yeah, yeah. really once. But I feel like if you had <laughs> the full squad fit, um, then I, I feel like it, it would, in theory, be more of a comfortable 2-0, as in, like, we might go 2-0 up and then manage the game. Yeah. It, um, that's how I feel at the moment about it. Okay. Um, Kevin Sullivan says, put three points in before Chelsea versus City is massive pressure on both of them. <clears throat> yeah, that's the biggest thing. Uh, that is the biggest thing. I think, you know... A draw in that game, a draw again. City Chelsea being a draw would be perfect. Absolutely, would be on the money. Absolutely on the money. Um, Unfortunately, I think Leicester got an easy game as well. I don't know. Brighton away can be difficult at times, and they haven't yeah. been as bad as people make out. Um, but they were poor at Old Trafford last week. Uh, but you know, it's taking everything into consideration with, with Roberts and Salah. What will, what lineup do you see? Do you see uh, Liverpool putting out this weekend? Okay, if. If Robbo and Salah are fit, they start. And I think Chamberlain will play for one of... will probably play instead of Henderson. Just only because I think I don't think Henderson's well. Mm-hmm. I, still think, I still think he's suffering from something. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're not fit, which yep. is a big if, then I think you go <laughs> Allison, Trent, Lovren, Van Dijk, Milner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'd switch the midfield up. I'd go... Four three one two, and I'd play the midfield three of Cater, Wijnaldum, Fabino, and I'd tell Chamberlain just to play behind Fabino and Manny. Okay. I also would quite like to do that just because it's not four three three; it's still very attacking. And do you know what? it'd be great going into this room where we're going to play the likes of on paper teams we should be the likes of Palace, Brighton. They're teams we should be beating, mm-hmm. but they all expect us like we always do. All of those play four three three. Like City always play four three three, but if you're having a go and you're throwing a a fourth, you know, a four three one two or a four four two, but as a diamond or as a box, mm. it just throws you. It keeps people guessing. It gets it gets like a Napoli going. Well, they switched formations last week and they won. So yeah. which formation they're going to play? And with those sort of players, you can play three or four different formations. I just think it's good every now and again just to keep a team guessing. Listen, I'm not Jurgen Klopp. You know, you probably tell them I'm talking broken biscuits, and it doesn't matter. But 
That's, we, that's the thought, sort of feeling I have. The chances are we, you are and I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dunno asks, Fox's chocolate bars, where have they gone? Yeah, Jesus. Are they the Fox's classic ones that are kind of like square, but they are beautiful? I know when you're talking about Dunno, and um, I am going to go out and have a little scout for them uh, because I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's brought me back, and they are... They were sensational. Uh, Avo the Tour says, don't think, don't you think Chamberlain could replace Salah in his form? Um, not on the wing. I don't I'm, think I'm against him being in the front three, I'm being honest. But if you were to play some sort of 4-2-2-2, um, and you know, you got Mane and say Firmino up front and you could put players in around him then. Yeah, he could do something. I just don't like seeing him for, I like to see him getting the ball face and play. That's just the way I am. Yeah. Um, I mean, I- I don't want a restarting because unfortunately for Real, it's not fortunate, sorry, because it's 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 a fortunate position anyone would like to be. He's become a bit of a the perfect sub, and that's yeah. how, it. Sounds like I'm being I'm damning him with fake praise, but as in the way he plays because he's so direct, he's so big, he's so physical. I think half an hour ago, the last thing a fullback wants is some big six foot five Belgian lad coming on mm. who is big, direct. fast, strong, and all he does is gets the ball and he'll run at you. And run at you, and run at you, and I just think of the fullback. You just like I just don't need that. Uh, Dunno, Dunno's gone from gone from the sublime to the ridiculous. He said, "Gav, would you take Poch over Pep Linders?" <laughs> um, I made a I made a, a, a prediction going back a couple of months ago that if Jurgen Klopp leaves Liverpool in 2022, I believe Pochettino will be his replacement. So um, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I think it's the answer up on Liverpool.com floated the idea of. Would you go for Pep if Klopp left? Because no. in, in two years' time, Pep's no. not going to be a city. He he would wreck your head as much as Mourinho would. And and you see, this is the perception of of of, of uh, I should have had Phil Phil on to discuss this because he hates Guardiola. Um, but he he would burn your head out as much as 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 Mourinho would, just in a different way. You know, you'd play a better style of football, but if anything goes against you, he's literally going to go on ridiculous like he did last week. No, he's not for me. He's not for me. Deep's ask is is Shaq back? Apparently, he's back in training. So he's back yeah, in full training, so. isn't he? So yeah, uh, so he'll, he'll probably sit in the stand at the weekend. Yeah, you, man, <laughs> listen. Um, but having said that, if you have him back in training and you're getting him back, because when we go into December, it's going to get really, really heavy. On, I think on, this is where you see. Legs. I think it's where you see Shaq get used now. Yeah, you know because. But even you know, at Pens- the end of the day, pencil him in for Villa away. Yeah, yeah, he might get a, he might get a game then, possibly. <laughs> yeah, may do. Um, <coughs> let me see. Dunno says two times. Dunno, I don't know what's going on tonight. I really don't, man. You've called me names. You've asked me about chocolate bars. Um, you've asked me about Pochettino and Linders, and they've just shouted two times at me. Two times. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. Um, I question: What's your favourite? Um, what I would call. Uh, I call it a fridge, like a chocolate biscuit. Like, the sort of biscuit you store in the fridge, like clubs or trio or mm, a purple snack. Purple snack. Okay. Yeah. Mine's a, mine's a trio. I've got. I found trios again. Don't know. Them. Just trio of. Uh, they are chocolate biscuit, but they've got a a, a, a small layer of toffee on top. Okay. Uh, like a toffee, and they are they are lovely. Okay. Uh, if, you, if you get all the one, then mate, they're, they're well worth they're well worth a try. Okay, um, I feel like Aldi or Lidl would be great for that sort of stuff um, down the middle aisle, the random field uh, section. 
be honest with you. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry, don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. He's shouting two times. Pep two times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. Sorry. I thought you were just going completely <laughs> off the rails. Um, I thought you were going completely off the rails. Um, but look, that's us for tonight. That's the Fatback Four Daily. I will be back tomorrow night. The guest is yet unknown, but it will be 10 p.m. I promise. Uh, Kevin Sullivan wants a double decker. Uh, Traz says. Oh, lovely. Traz says trios were good. Um, so let me see. Uh, Dunno's flashing the V sign at me now. Look, it's, 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 it's a, it's a love-hate relationship. I feel like me and Dunno have. Um, but yeah, that's very it. Pa- very passive aggressive, isn't he? Yeah, but look, I like him. I like him. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite type of Toblerone? Um, the original one, I think is the best one. There is a f- kind of fruit and nut version one, isn't there? And there may be even a dark chocolate version, but the original there one, is, the big massive one, it, um, is the, there is one that is a, the, the normal Toblerone, but it's a uh, white chocolate on, to- on yes. top of them. Yeah, that, that, I, is, that is quite special. I still think the original is best. Uh, I already asked that question. But look, that's us. As I said, I'll be back tomorrow. The guest yet unknown, but I will sort something out before 10 p.m. tomorrow. Um, Thursday night, I know Peter Smith is in with me. Friday night, I think a Crystal Palace fan is going to join me and have a chat before the game on Saturday. So look, um, go and follow us on, on Twitter. Go on to YouTube and subscribe. You know, we're on Spotify, we're on, we're on everything. So go and, and subscribe, follow, interact, send us your tweets, send us your comments, everything, do all that sort, sort of stuff. And, um, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. Chris, thanks a million for joining me. No worries, thanks for having me, mate. No problem at all. And listen, it's been good. Uh, everyone head off, get your favorite bar of chocolate and just enjoy yourself. Over now. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So, with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Sports Social Podcast Network.